And uh, joining us now uh, is uh, Dave Ray, Dave Communications Director for FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. I finally got that right. Oops. Uh, Dave, um, you, I sent you the cuts this morning from uh, Laura's program last night, and you heard the sound bites about Kevin Yoder. I've already gotten a call from a listener about what Kevin Yoder, who is a, a congressman from the 3rd District in Kansas, about him feeling sorry uh, for these people and uh, his mother was a social worker, whatever the heck she was. I just wanted, what is your response to hearing this, that a Republican, a right. Republican sides with a Democrat on immigration reform? Right. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things to be said about this. The other, uh, and none of them are good, honestly. The other story about Kevin Yoder is, and, and I've seen this in print in a couple places, but apparently one of his constituents, an Indian immigrant, was gunned down in a vicious hate crime mm. and that he had the widow of this immigrant um, uh, present yesterday when he introduced this uh, into the committee and that this was his way of kind of, you know, showing, you know, his sorrow for what happened to the immigrant. Now, now you know, obviously an awful hate crime, I you know, the man should be punished. And there are many things that you can do to show your sorrow uh, to the widow or the family left behind when somebody, when your a member of your family is murdered in a hate crime. But changing the nation's immigration laws that are going to affect the lives of millions of people, cut the opportunity for millions of people out of the stream because right. you're going to place two countries, China and India, allow them to re you know, basically vacuum up all the visas that there are. I mean, that's not the way to show your remorse. You know, you send flowers, you send, you know, thoughtful cards and so on. This man decided he needed to change the nation's immigration laws uh, in an appropriations bill without the public knowing it, with no public comment. This is, you know, this is why our immigration policy is so screwed up. How is this in the national interest? Yes, I feel sorry for the victim of the hate crime, and I know his mother was a mm -hmm. social worker. Right. But how does this affect the overall – how does this benefit the United States of America? <laughs> Good question. You know, these are H-1B workers. They are coming here. They are supposed to be temporary. Um, so the idea that this is supposed to be a pipeline to get in Indian and Chinese immigrants, they're supposed to be temporary workers who are only brought in when Americans can't be found for the job. Well, we know about that. Right. Americans are being laid off and replaced with H-1B workers, so there's a real question as to whether or not we need these folks in the first place. But, you know, what the larger point that Mr. Yoder missed yesterday when he pulled this quick one on us mm -hmm. was that if we moved to a merit-based immigration system that allowed everyone entering the United States across the board from every country in the world to compete based on their own personal merit, their skill set, their English language skills, etc. That would not allow any two countries to consume all the visas. It would open it up in a non-discriminatory way to the entire world. It would ensure diversity in the immigrant flow, and it would ensure that we're getting the people we need and that they're not being brought in to displace Americans. You know, it's just outrageous that you would make a major change in immigration legislation in a in an appropriation bill. Yep. It's kind of like the, the smoke and mirrors junk 
that happens all the time here in Washington, which has given us the name the swamp. Right. You know, yesterday we really earned it, thanks to Congressman Yoder. You know, I, I just said uh, before you came on that uh, the swamp is an equal opportunity destroyer, and I meant that with yeah. respect to immigration. Uh, you cannot lay the blame for our immigration problems on the doorstep of the Democrat Party. It's unfair. Republicans are just as much at fault. If, in fact, they're more at fault because they know that we have a Republican president who was elected to turn the immigration problem around and fix it. And they right. have been in control now since how long have they been in control with, with a Republican president? 17 months, 18 months, something yeah, like that. We're, and we're they haven't done squat. Nope. Not one piece of legislation that President Trump has asked for has been able to get through under the leadership of a Republican House and a Republican senator, yet we get junk like this thrown at us. And a huge expansion in the meaning of political asylum. Yep. You know, this, like you said, I know Laura Ingram said 32 million people more would. I think that's a very conservative number. Think about people who can claim to be fleeing gang violence. You've got the entire city of Cal of uh, of Chicago. How about Mexico City? You, yeah, how about I, anybody from Mexico City should be able to claim asylum because there's more. I think there's more gun, uh, more of gang violence in Mexico City than any place. Yeah, or you know, you're fleeing a bad relationship. I mean, <laughs> let's face it: if you have a bad relationship, you need to get out of it. But that doesn't make you somebody who should qualify for political asylum for asylum in the United States. The other point is this: yeah, if you're if you're fleeing a bad relationship in Honduras. In order to get to the United States, you had to spend a month going through Mexico. Right. Your, your relationship wasn't following you through Mexico, was it? So you've been out of that relationship for a long time. <laughs> why didn't you claim political asylum in Mexico? And why didn't you claim for a lot of these folks, they're not claiming political asylum until after they're arrested in the first place. They're not coming to the legal ports of entry and asking for it. They're asking for it after they're caught right. illegally entering the country. So, so you know, the idea that we're going to really totally distort the uh, original intent of political asylum laws, which was to protect people who are members of a class, like a, you know, you know a political group, an ethnic group. That have been targeted, uh, right, for ethnic yeah, cleansing or something targeted, like that, right. Yeah, their government either targets them or allows them to be target and turns a blind eye. I don't, you know, you can, you can, uh, say there's a lot going on in Central America and accuse those governments of a lot, but they're not turning a blind eye to gang violence. They're doing what they can to fight it, just like we are. Right. And we're, you know, Americans have been victims of gang violence, MS-13, and we've also been, uh, you know, victims of domestic abuse. You know, look at how many American marriages end in divorce. And how many people are claiming some kind of abuse? But that doesn't mean that you should be able to qualify for political asylum in Canada. I mean, it's just absurd. Well, the other day uh, I read a story to our listeners about uh, an illegal who was down in West Palm Beach, Florida, who raped a 12-year-old girl, an American citizen, uh, impregnated her, and she gave birth to his child. Now, we don't have any other information uh, as to what the West Palm Beach Police Department did when they arrested this guy uh, on whether he was deported or not. But I got a call from a listener who said that, you know, you're not being, you're not being fair to the illegal. Uh, you know, American men go overseas and commit crimes as well. I'm like, ma'am, he shouldn't have been in this country to begin with. An American citizen, an American child was raped yeah. by an illegal. But she, right. she just didn't want to hear it. She just felt that it was, uh, you know, I was 
targeting illegals and blah, 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 and American men uh, go overseas and commit crimes as well. Uh, people just, some people out there, they just don't understand the damage that this illegal immigration is doing to our country, uh, that it's doing to our society, it's doing to our culture. Right. It's probably somebody who lives in a gated community. Who's Could be. Has never been the victim of illegal immigrant crime. You know, this whole thing about the outrage over family separation. Why don't we talk to some of these angel moms, you know, <laughs> people who've been deprived, you know, their children have been removed from them for permanently. Days and, right. Well, they're, you know, the, with the family separation issues, they're all oh, 30 days away from my child. This is unbearable. Talk to an angel mom. Some of these have been missing their kids for nine years. And right. you know what? They're never going to be. Right. That's permanent separation, Dave. Permanent separation. There you go. You want the real victims? of out-of-control immigration, many of them are Americans, and we need to keep their best interest in heart, too. And we don't need to be making massive changes in immigration law in appropriations bills that are going to affect all of our lives and affect the overall fairness of our immigration programs. Yeah, I think what uh, Congressman Yoder did uh, yesterday was just uh, very, very sleazy in nature. Because yeah. he knows the focus that immigration has on the, the, this country right now with respect to uh, everything that's going on with the children and the administration yeah. and so forth. It, just, it was just really sleazy looking. Yeah. Um, I, I, Dave, I really appreciate you coming on on short notice with us this morning. And you bet. You, FAIR is so important because you're on the front lines each and every day in the swamp trying to protect us all with regard to the violations of our government, their failure to protect immigration laws actually on the books. Can you let our listeners know what we can do as ordinary citizens to support FAIR and your activities? You bet. Well, first of all, check us out on the web. We're at uh, fairus.org uh, or on Facebook at Federation for American Immigration Reform or Twitter at hashtag FairImmigration. We're the nation's oldest and largest immigration reform organization. We have two million members and supporters across the country. Uh, membership is very affordable. It's like $25, $30 a year. You get a monthly newsletter. You get, uh, we can uh, hook you up uh, electronically and be on uh, uh, alerts about what's happening with immigration. But I mean, obviously, this is our country. This is our future. Think about joining FAIR, as, you know, for your children and your grandchildren. I mean, Honestly, if we don't regain control of our borders, we will have lost our country. Dave, before you, go, so before you go, could you, uh, uh, could you handle a call from our listeners? We've got a listener who wants to speak to you. Can you do that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, Is it uh, Congressman let's... Yoder? <laughs> I don't think it's Congressman <laughs> Yoder. Caller, you're on with Dave Ray from FAIR. Go ahead. Hi, this is Mike from Ocean View. Yes, Mike, go ahead. I, 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 I'm not that creative of a person, so I don't know if I'm going to be saying this perfectly. But, but the, I, I believe that the reason why these politicians are so out of control, as well as everybody else behind the politicians, is because they, they, they have us so disenfranchised. Most of us don't vote. Most of us that would, would want to run for positions don't run for positions. And, and I mean, they, they have free will. They can do whatever they want because they, they because of the, uh, psychological impact of, of, of what they've been doing over the last 60 years. All right, Mike, uh, good question. Dave, what say you? Well, I mean, you know, there's other things that, that went into what Congressman Yoder did yesterday. Another one was his future electability. Mm -hmm. He's from what we call a purple district. So he has, you know, his district, I think they, they actually, in his district, Hillary Clinton won. 
So he's trying to appeal to people in the other party. That that begs the question, why is somebody from a purple district who's going to be open to that type of persuasion from the Democratic side? (laughs) Right. That's a a great question, Dave. Of a committee. I mean, come on, let's think this through, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, the fact is, is there is a lot of cynicism because this junk you know, how many how many times have we tried to get an immigration bill passed in the House or the Senate along the lines of some of the things that Donald Trump has called for? We've had nothing out of it. And right. then we get this junk. People should be outraged. And, I, I, you know, Congressman Yoder's constituents are calling me today angry. I really hope they're calling him. Yeah. That's, could you handle one more call and then we'll uh, we'll call it a day, Dave? Is that okay? All right, go go ahead, uh, Cole. You're on the line with uh, Dave Ray from Fair. You know, I heard you say about the Republicans have been in for 17 months and they haven't done squat. What happened with all the previous administrations, especially the last one we had, who ruined our country? Well, that's a fair point. Nobody's done nothing, so now everybody wants to blame Trump. I mean, how ignorant. No, no, no. Caller, nobody's blaming President Trump. We're blaming the House and Senate, Republicans in the House and Senate, who could, by way of their legislative powers, send a bill to the president to be signed. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, the problem. Clear, but it takes both parties. Well, yeah. Democrats don't want to sit down. Well, that's you know, You've got to give the whole story instead of just blaming everything on the Republicans. It's not right. Well, I didn't blame everything on the Republicans, caller. What I said was you can't blame the Democrats for immigration reform. The Republicans are just as guilty. And uh, finally, yeah, Dave, you say? Let me just say? a little clarify it for your – we're all on the same page with the caller. This was just a part of the conversation. We all uh, – I – you know, Fair thinks President Trump has done a wonderful job in trying to deliver what he could of his promises. He's had zero help from the Republican Congress you know, a lot of the, the great things that President Trump has done have been by executive order, the same right. way Obama destroyed the immigration laws. But in terms of money for the wall, in terms of legislation to end catch and release, in terms of real legislation to crack down on sanctuary cities, President Trump needs the legislative branch, and the Republicans have been incapable of delivering. Now, with that said, I will add they do need a little Democratic help. They are not at 60 votes in the Senate, so they need to bring some Democrats along, and that has been a huge barrier to them, but that's still no reason to allow uh, a Republican congressman to lead the charge, undermining what the administration wanted to change in asylum policy and also completely rewriting uh, foreign worker programs to favor just two countries. It's just intolerable. Yep. I, Dave, thank you so much. I agree. And that, you know what? With, with respect to DACA, the president wants that as a negotiating piece with the Democrats. Right. right. So that we can get rid of what we already have and get some merit-based immigration system in place that the Democrats want DACA. You don't be giving them stuff without negotiating. The president is the best negotiator in Washington right now, I would guess. Why not let him negotiate? Why give away his negotiating pieces before he's even had a chance uh, to get some type of immigration deal done. Exactly. Dave, thank you so much. Appreciate it very much for coming on on short notice. You're the best. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much, my friends. Uh, That was Dave Ray. He is Communications Director at FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform.